is Matt McManus. Oh, I'm John Hill. Yes, and this is the new... Forgot already, damn. And this is the New Dad, No Dad podcast. And uh, we are back at it again in a new location with a new guest for that ass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, just to... Matt, what's been going on? How what's have you been, been go- How have you been dadding? Uh, I've been... Actually, you know, uh, to be honest with you, I'd say over the last month or so, everything... like. A lot of stuff of just, has just come together. Um, a lot of the fumbling that I felt like I've I've been doing as a dad, I've kind of been picking the ball up a little bit more because he's almost two years old now. I feel like there's a routine attached to the day. Um, his schedule gets more consistent in terms of his sleep by the day. Uh, unfortunately, he is a little sick right now, so his he's waking up a couple of times at night because he's coughing and stuff like that. But aside from that, in general, um, you can he's more predictable than he's ever been before. So subsequently, so are our days as parents. I think at this stage right now, I'm just pretty confident that it was a really successful year. Uh, as a parent. But I came up with an observation last night because, you know, I really don't go out that much at night past like 930 anymore because unless I'm unless I'm working at night, unless I'm bartending. So that's like three, three nights a week. So uh, my friend was doing a comedy show at the IO Theater last night for this competition and a bunch of my friends were going. So I, I ended up going out and I really I wanted to see my friend perform, but I just I didn't have the energy to go ahead and do it because I had woken up a bunch of times throughout the night and then again at six o'clock in the morning when when Flip woke up and 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 spent the day with him <clears throat> so by the time that the show came around around 10 30 at night I just didn't really feel like going but I picked myself up by the bootstraps and I ended up going and that's so brave I know that's so brave, <laughs> but that's not dude. my point my point is dude that's so brave Two years ago, two year, two years ago, I was. <laughs> yeah, I know where you're trying to get at, but that just sounds like it sounds like I'm uh, bitching. That's just like that's just like you just spent ten minutes to be like, dude, I made it past nine thirty. <laughs> I, I, I guess. Like, all right, let me shorten it. I you went know, out. You past- know, like our grandfathers fought Nazis and stuff, right? You do realize I, he that he pulled himself up by the bootstraps, though. <laughs> yeah, you really just kind of yeah. didn't perform in a show. Didn't you perform. Watched a show. Just watched the show. But I. <laughs> Did you get that? Uh, someone hit the yeah, pu- yeah, someone, you- someone hit the pussy button. <laughs> That's um, so funny. But I was so brave, of you guys. So brave. <laughs> I got it. real in brief. I was just very. I was social last night. I saw a bunch of old friends. I made some new friends. I had a lot of interesting conversations. I had a couple of cocktails, and I stayed up past my bedtime. But I really got a chance to embrace a part of my personality that I, I hadn't really embraced in a, in a while, which is, I guess, my nighttime personality. And it made me just realize... <laughs> it made me realize that... Nighttime personality. <laughs> what are you, fucking Batman? <laughs> yeah, you know, I've uh, spent most of the day being a billionaire, but tonight I'm going to go out. And do my Batman thing, my nighttime. I was a wild man. I was a I was a wild man, and I haven't been for a little bit now. And last night, I got a chance to embrace that side of who I was. Um, and when I got home, I was like, I thanked my pat myself on the back, and I thanked myself for going out. And it made me just realize that if you've become a father and you're kind of in the trenches and you you're you're behaving in a way that you haven't behaved in a while or never behaved or more responsibly. 
whatever it is that used to make you feel like you are yourself, whether it is performing, whether it is playing golf, whether it is going out on a boat or even just hanging out with your buds, you really need to continue to do that post child so that you don't really lose sight of who you are and you can combine that with who you've become as a as a as a parent as a parent and I thought it would be easier for me I went into it saying I will be the cool guy I will be the cool parent I will and there was an, a picture in my head of what that meant and it's a lot easier said than done but now that he's getting older I'm I'm able to really embrace both my past and my present simultaneously end of story done about to hit terrible twos there buddy <sighs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen <laughs> ladies and gentlemen our guest our guest our guest uh hello Corey hey. jacob yes Corey jacob what's uh, up Corey? thanks for joining us hey thanks for having me thank yeah, you very yeah, much yeah, for coming yeah. in today uh, i pulled yeah. myself up from my bootstraps <laughs> <laughs> you did it and i got out of bed you made it oh from God. north hollywood all the way to the center of the city yes dude so brave <laughs> so brave, so brave wow. man wow. Yeah. i feel like i feel like i'm interviewing the greatest generation <laughs> 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 wow dude, dude dudes who made it out dads who made it out dads who made it out yeah well i i don't have a kid and i go to bed at 9 30 anyway so i'm basically yeah yeah i'm just ahead of the curve yeah uh so Corey is a father of twins yes how yeah. old are they they're now uh they'll be five and a half on uh, december 24th December 24th, five and a half. And Corey is the first of these in our podcast. He is a single father. Yes. To these to these twins, a boy and a girl. What are their names? Lloyd and uh, Louis, Lloyd Phoenix and Louisa Pirate. Nice. Wait, what? Lloyd Phoenix and Louisa Pirate. Louise a pirate? Louisa? Louis- oh, Louisa. Louisa Pirate. Middle name Pirate. Wow, it's a pretty badass middle name. Yeah, thanks. It's a great middle name. Uh, I was actually looking through, like we wanted to do uh, something traditional, and we also wanted to do something cool, and I was like sick of looking through American name books, so we started looking at like foreign name books, mm-hmm. or like online lists, and I saw a Pirate, and I mentioned it to um, the kid's mother, uh, and I knew right away like she would like it, but I kind of said it almost as a joke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, Pirate, because she loves pirates and all that. Uh, and she's like, yeah, 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 pirate, pirate. And my best friend is like, you Again, know, like that, that was her only word anyway. That's the only word she spoke. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, he was like all, he's like a weirdo, independent thinker, like kind of guy. He's like, you got to have the first name be pirate. Cause we were debating like middle name or uh, first name. And he's, we thought about it hard, but I didn't want him to get beat up. So <laughs> we went with that for the middle names. It's great. Solid names. Yeah. Um, so, with that said, the kids are five years old, um, and you've been a single parent for two and a half years now. Uh-huh. Um, with as much as you, w- you would like to divulge, just explain the mechanics of how that went down and how it's been since then. Sure. Um, well, uh, their mother is, is like eight years younger than me, mm-hmm. and uh, actually was... 20 years old when she got pregnant Mm -hmm. and uh so she's you know younger Mm -hmm. and not as you know mature obviously uh but when she got pregnant which was unplanned we we were together i think about 10 months at that point and um 
you know, I said, just you think about it first and let me know what you want to do. And then I'll throw my opinion in because I didn't want to tell her what to do, sure. et cetera. Um, I certainly didn't want an abortion on my mind because mm-hmm. that's just how I mm-hmm. think. And I, I don't agree with this whole philosophy of people these days are just like, oh, I'm not responsible. Like, that's not my responsibility. Like, you know, it's like if you want to be promiscuous or whatever, like there's consequences to that, whether it's, mm-hmm. um, you know, STDs or anything or or having, you can get someone pregnant if you want to or if you don't want to. It's going to happen. Yeah. 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 And so, uh, you know, I, 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 we agreed to like, hey, we can do this. You know, I said, we can do this. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely knew I could do it. And she said, yeah, we can do this. We can do this. So uh, we had the, we Oh, and then she found out that I was twins at the, mm-hmm. when we were at the oh, gynecologist. Man. And uh, yeah, she came out and she just like, kind of like, wow, was like looking at the ground and dragging her feet a bit. And she, and then she just looks up at me and she's like, it's twins. And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I was one of twins. I've, I've been fascinated by them since I was little. I, um, I have a twin sister. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. Uh, that's so we, cool. We have, a, we have a lot that we can talk about. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. And. Also, I thought it was cool that it was a boy and a girl, mm-hmm. um, you know, one of each and complete, you know, like. That's actually like, it's the best of both worlds. And well, yeah. it's, it's both worlds, you know? Yeah. Um, it's a very efficient way to start a family, too. Yeah. Yeah. So we were together for, let me see, until they were, what, about. Uh, until until they almost turned three. That's when we were together. Sure. That oh, wow. May. Um, and basically, it was just a matter of, like, I was working full time. She was staying home with the kids, mm-hmm. which was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but we talked about her, you know, like, after, the, like, you know, a year or whatever, we talked about her getting a part-time job. Mm-hmm. And um, so I could spend more time with the kids. Sure. And, um, you know, she got out of the house and all that. And... Um, it never happened. Like, she just didn't do Ignored what she it. was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. She didn't have her driver's license, which she was supposed to get, and I, like, got her all the information. She never got it. And it was just a matter of, like, just her not doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And 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 me repeating it over and over. Like, hey, this is important to me. Yeah. Like, we're, we're a family now. Yeah, we're a family, and, like, we have kids. Get your license, you know? Like, what if I'm at work? And something happens. Something happens, like, you don't have a, you don't have a license, you know? And then finally we were supposed to move apartments and I had looked all over LA at like many apartments spent hours and hours looking at stuff and researching places and her job was to pack up the pack up the apartment and um and she didn't do it she was like she like went by her friend's house because the kids were gone by my parents for like a week and I was like you know what I'm like I'm already doing everything anyways Mm -hmm. you know like this isn't it's not working. It's not working. Like, and I've given you so many chances, and you, you have shown zero interest in making any progress, like personally. And uh, you know, like I just I, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and, and additionally, like there was maybe like our relationship definitely changed, like after we had kids. Um, and that happens, yeah. Yeah, that happens. Like I I tried to make it a point to for us to do stuff, like you know, have a date, date night, mm-hmm. date night or whatever, and. Um, and we did do that once in a while. Yeah, it just like the relationship changed a lot, and and 
uh, personally, you know, she wasn't holding up her end of the deal. Neither one of us was happy, you know, at the time. And so I just said, you know what, I'm just going to do this by myself. Um, and I hadn't, I, I had planned on her, you know, like taking care of the kids, you know, maybe 50, 50 or whatever. I don't know. But, right. uh, I knew at first I was going to have to, to have them mm-hmm. and she just hasn't shown the interest or effort at all in, um, in seeing them more regularly. So, so yeah, it's been two and a half years. I had them full time. Uh, it's been interesting. I'm sure. How, yeah. so, wow. That's, I mean, that's, so just to finish up some of the kind of the heavier stuff, do you, did you <laughs> have, you know, did you, when this happens, do you have to go to court? Do you have to, or is it, are you guys kind of on um, okay terms talking and stuff? Cause well, I actually, uh, because my, my parent, I'm from Wisconsin. I have no, I have no family out here. Mm-hmm. I'm here by myself, like, you know, pursuing my acting and comedy. And, um, my parents have a house, uh, like a vacation house in Arizona. And so I usually go there for holidays. Mm-hmm. And so I was going to take them to Arizona one time and their mother was just like, you can't do that. Like you can't just take the kids without my permission. And I looked into it and of course it, you can't take them out of state without like consent of the other parent. Oh. So at that point I went to court and, um, I got full legal and physical custody. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. So I went to court for that. And uh, now we're at the point where she hasn't given me any financial support at all in the past two and a half years. And I've, you know, told her over and over, like, hey, I'm paying for a nanny full time. Yeah. I, I mean, I have like 2000 a month in expenses, like extra just from having them full time. Uh, I've been fortunate that I've, you know, booked some commercials and things like that, that I've, I've been able to barely scrape by. I, I, mean, I ran into you. We passed like ships in the, we passed like ships at a commercial edition. Yeah. I think you had your son with you. I did. I, I, I think I had both my kids with me and, uh, and I, I was a little bit, a little bit frustrated because I've only taken them to, uh, auditions like, you know, like in emergency situations would I take them along to mine because I can't focus. Mm-hmm when I bring them along and uh, I think I got, I got a last minute audition and so I brought them along and it's always a chore because I got to make sure that they're, you know, like in a comfortable environment and... Um, feel safe. Feel safe and they're going to like be focused and just sit still. I actually had a, one of my comedian friends was there and he's like, I'll watch him while you go in. So that was cool. Yeah. Uh, that's great. So Corey um, is, as you said, an actor and a comedian uh, you've, you've probably seen him in a bunch of television commercials over the years. Uh, he's recently booked a, a pilot for ABC Family, you said? Yeah. The fact that Corey has been able to balance the life that he has at home and also been able to aspire and also attain some of his dreams and keep going is brilliant it's the fact that you can do that is you're not just a lucky man but you're obviously a driven man which is great and how does that how does that work for you how do what is it average day like for you through your average day um yeah so i guess i'll answer both those average day uh well at this point currently because it's school now and they're they're in kindergarten um you know, they go to school every day. I'm a bit of a night owl because I bartend like 
as much as I have to to survive mm-hmm. and and not more mm-hmm. is like what I yeah. try to do. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I was doing two days a week for a long time because I, I had a, a few national commercials running. But now I'm up. I'm back up to like four days a week. Um, so when I bartend, my, my kids will sleep by my nanny. Um, and then she'll take them to school in the morning mm-hmm. regardless because even if I'm not working, I stay up till usually like five in the morning. Mm. Cause that, uh, from, from like 10 to five, that's the time when I get to like work on my work on, you know, writing or researching comedy stuff, all that. That's the time when I work on stuff or Mm -hmm. clean that house, uh, uh, which is a daily thing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, two kids I can't even imagine. Yeah. So my nanny will take them to school and then I pick them up from school every day. And then, um, usually about two days a week, I try to spend the whole day with them. Um, yeah. And they go to bed at nine 30. Whenever they're home, it's all kids TV. Like, it's never it's never my TV mm-hmm. unless it's sports. That's the only thing. Like, <laughs> if it's like the pack, uh, yeah, if like the Packers are playing or like if I want to watch like the Milwaukee Bucks are on TV, which is a very rare thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything like that, like I have to watch the Packers play, and th- like they know that, and they have little Packers jerseys. Nice, great. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's like it's the kids TV. I never watch anything inappropriate with them around. Um, we Dan- do. Is it old Daniel Tiger? No, it's um, <laughs> right now. It's Inside Out on loop, and also Home, the movie Home. The movie with, Home. Yeah, it's, those two are real big right now, and we're trying to um, watch more Christmas stuff. They're they're really big into uh, de- like we decorate my house, yeah, my apartment um, for every holiday, and as like soon as one's over. We're immediately like on to the next one. Like we, we literally, I always have decorations up over my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, and I'll just go to the dollar store and we'll get you know like as much. We'll literally get like everything we can. We we'll buy there. all like, the eggnog. <laughs> like yeah, we'll buy everything they have. Give um, me all the eggnog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Daddy's rich at this store. <laughs> yeah. So they, uh, um, they actually just decorated the Christmas tree by themselves a couple days ago. I got it out and um, I got it all the ornaments and garland and stuff and. And, uh, yeah, they decorated it all themselves. It was the first time they've done that. They were, like, super pumped about that. I took them to, like, the movie theater once in a while. How old were they when when they were able to sit for a movie the whole time? I was just going to talk about that. That's funny. Um, (laughs) uh, Probably four or so. I took them. I remember I took them uh, to a movie. I don't know if they were. They maybe made two. What? No. Yeah. I took him to, I can't remember what movie it is right now, but uh, during the trailer, there was like dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was for Jurassic Park or I, it was probably a cartoon trailer because we were seeing a car, like a PG movie or whatever. Um, so these dinosaurs come on the screen, the screen, you know, is 25 feet or whatever it is. My son gets out of his seat, runs behind his chair in the theater and starts screaming and crying. <laughs> he was like scared of the, tr- like, and this is just the trailer. So I'm like, oh man. And he was like screaming, like would not stop. He was terrified. Mm. So we had to, we, we left. Um, and, uh, and then I think I waited probably another six months oh, before wow. we went back to the theater. And, um, yeah, they've probably been about five movies now in the theater. Great. That the, <laughs> six counting the one we didn't see. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I think it was about four years old, like or, or almost four when they when they could do that. But okay. And my daughter was my daughter was fine at the theater. Like she would have made it sure. through the movie. <laughs> but um, 
girls mature faster than boys. So, yeah. Um, I just want to uh, back up real quick uh, on two topics. Um, finding a, a nanny, someone who's going to be taking care of your children all the time, how you went about finding that person, and um, all, and then after that, how uh, school, deciding what school to send them to and how, and how that's been going. Yeah. Um, so the nanny... Uh, yeah, that was tricky. When we first separated, um, they, my, the kids go to Wisconsin for like usually like three weeks, four weeks for every summer for summer camp. Right. By my grandma. She calls it summer camp, even though she's the only counselor. (laughs) 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 Hold on. We got got to stop here. We got arts and crafts. Yeah. Yeah. What is the, what is summer camp? This is great. Summer camp just means they go by my mom's house. That's all it means. Um, Oh, okay. Push-ups all day. Yeah. yeah. Just just push-ups. Um, yeah. But she, I mean... Is there a talent show at the end? Yeah, there should be. <laughs> I want to see what these kids have been doing. Um, well, for instance, we're going there for Christmas. I'll be there for a week, and then I'm gonna. Uh, they're going to stay there for an extra week with my parents. Oh, and nice. my mom has been talking about, like, I have crafts lined up for every day. Like, you know, we have all these different crafts we're going to do, all this different stuff. And she's, you know, I'm like, Mom, we're not going to have time to do all that. She's listing all these things. Um, but, yeah, my kids love doing crafts, like... Which is a bit of a nightmare because they like they'll cut everything up into like a million pieces mm-hmm. and then just leave it. <laughs> and I'm I'm trying to you know have them clean up their own messes. Yeah, of course. Uh, that's like a real big thing. But they they yeah, especially when you're the only person cleaning the house. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, and and like if they play with one thing, they need to put it away after, not leave it there. Like they can't move on to a new thing until they pick it up. But yeah, with the with all the craft stuff, it's like. They cut the stuff in such little pieces that they'll they'll clean up their own mess. But there's still stuff like in the there's carpet. still stuff laying around because yeah. there's yeah, so that's annoying. But so, um yeah, you gotta you gotta learn the vacuum. So for uh, going back to what you asked about the the nanny, um, originally when we first split up, uh, I mean I I barely had any like maybe two grand in the bank or something. Sure. Uh, just moved to a new apartment like a bigger like a two bedroom, so that the kids uh, could have their own room. And, um, yeah, I had some, I had a bunch of friends, like, uh, so I went through all my Facebook friends, like all my phone contacts and I like picked out people like who could possibly help watch the kids or like who am I close friends with that would maybe watch them once in a while, et cetera. And everyone I was, you know, everyone all the time, I'd love to watch your kids sometime <laughs> and all that. All these people bailed literally oh, oh, like shit. everyone bailed this girl who was going to do it full time. She said, I can't do it. Um, and that was like my main my main sitter, you know. Like the other people were just gonna be once in a while, so I was effed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I went on uh, care dot com, I think it was. Um, it's like a babysitter nanny uh, and maybe Sitter City, I think, is another one. Oh, great! So I went on on these websites and I just um, I put down like my specs of like what I was looking for in a nanny, what I could offer, what was gonna be required of her. And I ended up finding a really good one. I interviewed, I don't know, like 10, 15 people through the phone first. Then, you know, the good ones, I would have them come in person. And actually, I think I had two or three different people watch the kids for like a day. And, you know, and then and videotaped um, it. Yeah, no, I wish I could have. I, like, I should It's like that scene in Mrs. Doubtfire when they're looking for nannies. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I found a really amazing nanny. She's She was a former uh, teacher, like kindergarten teacher. Uh-huh. She would do crafts with them all day, like, you know, like, all the time. 
Everything was organized. Like different toys were separated by categories. She cleaned the apartment. She cooked. She she actually lived in. That was part of the. Oh, okay, great. Part of the deal, and yeah. So, the kids were in my room then. Mm. They were uh, they were three years old, and so we had three beds in my room. My my room was just literally a bedroom, like a, <laughs> a room full, full of beds, beds. full of beds. <laughs> like uh, so, you were sleeping in a bedroom with two two and a half year olds. Yeah, for. A, like almost a year, almost a year and a half. Did they have similar sleeping patterns, or did they differ? I mean, yeah, pretty similar. Okay, um, well that, that that was lucky. Or I mean, basically the same, really. Yeah. My son, my son is more of a of a morning bird. Yeah. So he'll get up, you know, half an hour before my daughter. Like, to this day, like he's always waking up the house. Like, but uh, other than that, yeah, similar schedules. Awesome. Awesome. Let's uh, let's talk about twins, because Matt, you're a twin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I was lost. You were lost. Like, I'm listening, and I just think like, this is a lot. Like when you said you're you work harder than everyone, I'm like, you work harder in a day just to get through it than I probably do in like a week or two. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, it, I can't imagine being by myself raising two kids. It's it's like when it, when when we first split. Uh, I think especially my daughter mm-hmm. had a uh, she took it very 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 hard. Okay, um, because she was always like her her mom coddled her nonstop. She would like always be in her lap or you know like constant contact. And, and she actually slept in our bed uh, with me and the and her mom. And my son slept in the living room in a pack and play because we had a one bedroom. Uh, and in general, like she would kind of ignore him. A pack and play is a travel crib, guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, she would kind of ignore him. So he developed, like, a very strong, independent personality. Mm-hmm. And my daughter developed this kind of clingy, like, needs attention nonstop personality. Cause, you know, the first three years are the most important for personality. I read tons of... Yeah, it's true. I read tons of uh, kids' books, like, when she got pregnant. Because, again, I was like, I have no idea. <laughs> Did you read The Expectant Father? That's like... like uh, I don't think I read that one. Okay. Um, yeah, but I, I read about I don't know bunch of books because uh, I was I had no idea what I was doing, and then once and and because she had basically she took care of the kids full time like when we were together mm-hmm. for the most part like I would just play with them once in a while like that was like that was a dad thing like that my that's how I thought dads were like just you know like play with your son maybe once. Like, I, at that time, I would try to play with them an hour a day was, like, my rule. Like, mm-hmm. one hour a day for sure, you know? Anything else was, like, an extra. Now it's, the like... The game has changed. Now it's, like, man. I mean, uh... Whew, it's it's all day long. Um, it's, it's, it's for the most part. Yeah. Now, like, I have to see them every single day. Like, like, usually on the weekends or something, I'll have a rehearsal in the morning for, like, comedy stuff. And then I'll have to bartend at night. Um, and so I, I don't really have much time at all, like extra time, but I have to, like, I'll have to meet them at least for an hour or I can't, like, I need to see them every day, yeah, you know? Yeah. Or Absolutely. it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. I, yeah, I booked a job last year that took me out of town for like two and a half weeks and it crushed me. Like, just because I couldn't, I didn't see him for two and a half weeks. And like, Did you see Skype with him or something though? Yeah, probably? Yeah. yeah. FaceTime, Skype. Definitely. And it, it's, it's, uh. You know, for the first day, you're like, 
great. I, I, I haven't had f- f- time to myself for a while. I get to sleep in a hotel room, whatever. But it's like halfway through that day, you're like, this sucks. I miss my kid. Yeah. Yeah. So but uh, where you coming from? Yeah, it's funny. I, I think we talked about it in the last episode, but my dad was the same way. He had to work during the week. And he was the same thing. It was just like he didn't. It crushed him, you know? And it's funny that you guys talk about Skype uh, or, like, FaceTime and stuff. Because, like, growing up, here's here's how my dad used to do it. He <laughs> would, you know, you'd get Scholastic books. Yeah. Did you guys have that? Yeah. And then you, yeah. we'd buy, so I'd go to Scholastic book, we'd buy, like, 10 books. And so before my dad worked out of town, he would read to me every night. Like, that was our thing. And what he used to have to do is he had a, he bought a tape recorder and when he would travel, he would read the books on tape and then FedEx me the tape for the week. So when he was out of town, oh, that's wow. great. I mean, that's there a good effort. Tape, Pulled up then, his bootstraps and made the tape yep, for you. He yep. made the tape. <laughs> yeah, and he made the tape. And then I would wake up and, or like go to bed and then he would call every night. And then he'd be like, all right, play the tape. And then the tape would, you know, start and be like, hey, Johnny, it's me. Like, you know, and he would start reading the book and he'd be like, turn the page. And then when he thought enough was, you know, a good, he'd be like, all right, let's stop for the night. Like, I love you. And then, uh, you know, we'll pick up tomorrow. And I'd pause the tape and I'd go to bed. He's like called you every single day. Do oh, you, my dad. Yeah, my dad called me every day. you have those tapes? That is the one. So, so oh, I don't, I don't think you know. The I'm the no dad of the story. So my dad passed away. But that oh, is the I'm one. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. That is the one thing that I scoured my house looking for. Like when we when we sold the house, I looked everywhere, every box of tapes, everything. Because how old were you when you passed away? If you don't mind. Oh, this is uh, I was 25. This is a few years okay. ago. Yeah. But you know, I've been looking. That's like the one. Like, oh, man, I, I pray I to God if, if there's somewhere, I, they're just uh, they don't exist uh, because you know back in the day you had to tape over tapes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, no, I would get a I would get a FedEx box and then I'd listen to the tapes. Oh, what a and fucking that was cool it. thing! No, my dad was the shit, man. He was the man. He that was sounds man. yeah, yeah. Like you really made an effort. Yeah, he that's was, the he thing was is like you got to make an effort. You really yeah. do. Yeah. You really um, do. like his head off for Thanksgiving last week all week which i didn't know about until like the week before i got a little slip in the you know from the from the the school and um head off all week which you'd asked about schools earlier Hmm. thankfully uh i was really scared because i live in in a very very weird neighborhood okay of la where it's like it's like low income and then like a block away like right behind the main street is like mansions Hmm. so it's a really weird area you're in the middle of you're, yeah you're an eight mile yeah kind <laughs> of um so i was very worried about the school district and i looked it up and the school district is rated like 93 percent or something oh great oh, nice. yeah the school's the school's amazing dude like it's i'm so happy and and they're happy uh, and they I, I keep me like the school like i told you it's it's hard for me to keep up fundraisers for everything and um every week it's a new fundraiser sell candy bars bring us the top of the boxes bring us soup labels you know, uh, buy books from our library to raise money for whatever, all this stuff. And uh, next week, I'm really excited. Uh, this coming week, we have a, uh, there's kids movie night at the school. Awesome. Uh, and nice. it's, wear your pajamas. And I'm excited because I have a onesie. Nice. I have, I have uh, like the elf, the elf onesie. <laughs> yeah, nice. All right. I have that. And uh, so I'm, I'm going to be there on the prowl for some single moms. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. That's half the battle. I mean... Living in the center of the city, you kind of just hear horror stories about like 
parents trying to get their kids into like a decent school. No, and, yeah. And, I mean, I'm. It's intense. It's intense for sure. Like I, in L.A., it's it's because yeah. I went to a preschool meeting with with Alana. There were it was, and there were other parents there. We were being judged by the administrators. It was. I mean, it was just it was incredibly weird because you still, as an adult, get judged in the, in an elementary school. Yeah, uh, that's weird. It's inter- it's interesting. Yeah, but them hot single moms. Though. Hot single moms, though. dude. Pray for me, man. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> I, 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 let's ask about that. I, I bet people probably wonder that. How is dating? How is dating? It's non-existent for me currently. Um, because my schedule is is so it's so intense. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, um, usually the only like the only times that I have free are from like 2:30 until like 7:30 every like for the most part every day that's my time where I don't have stuff going on unless I have auditions mm-hmm. um at night I ha- I either have I'm usually either in a class uh, or I'm doing comedy shows um or I'm bartending uh mm-hmm. so it's really tough to date um but I made an effort to date last year <coughs> was that kind of like your first year Back in the game, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, I went on singleparentmeet.com. Jeez, all right. Which I was love a, all these uh, these URLs you're giving us. <laughs> yeah, you're killing. Yeah, it. Killing I mean, the URL game. Man. Yeah, uh, it's helpful stuff. Um, How was that? It was all right. There, there. Uh, I was not attracted to a lot of people on the site. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a few that were interesting, and that's the other thing is like when you're on a dating site, like. If, at least for me, it's like if you're going to date a girl, you kind of have to like see how that road's going to go before you can start talking to a new girl or something. Because yeah. I would be talking to a few girls at once, and then it was like I end up going out with none of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, they all yeah, cancel yeah. each other out. Yeah, they all yeah. cancel each other out. It's like because I just don't have time. Um, so when I was dating, I would be I would try to date like maybe once every other week, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know, like so twice a month. Um, one. I've dated single parents, and I've also dated people without kids that obviously know that I have kids. It's weird. Like, my confidence as far as dating has gone, like, extremely down. Oh, really? Because I just don't... Well, do you I, feel like I, maybe you're out of practice? Do you, yeah. Do you, well, or do you feel like I'm you out have of practice. this, like, stigma on you? Yeah, I feel like I have a stigma on me. Really? I, I do. Um, huh. Well, and I've gained, <laughs> I've gained like, 40... I've, I've literally... About 50 pounds since I've had the kids. I used to run marathons before I had the kids. You said that, yeah. And now the only marathons I, I go through are like Every fast food are. marathons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've gained some weight and... Um, uh, yeah, and here's I, the catch-22 about that. You're booking legitimate acting work with the extra 50 pounds, so you have to wonder, like, do I keep it on or do I take it off? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I pretty much keep it on. Um, you know, like, like, I've made that decision. <laughs> yeah, like, my, my agents told me, they're like, you know, and they actually said, she, she one of my agents told me uh, last year, she's like, don't lose any weight, Corey. Because I said, uh, you know, I think I need to get, get some cardio going again. Because <laughs> yeah. I can't even, like... No! And I, that's the thing, I carry both my, like... Oh man! I carry them both at the same time, so like I have like you have you got the arms, you got the dad arms. I've got like really strong upper body, and then like I like so like I'll like see my chest in the mirror. I'm like yeah, and then like <laughs> I I like uh, tilt down and I look and I'm like oh there's uh, my belly yeah. that is not at all athletic in any way. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've I've gained some weight and I, yeah, I feel like there's a stigma. Like I'm attracted to you know a lot of people. 
and that don't have kids, obviously. Mm, sure. Mm. You're, you're out at night both A, bartending, and B, doing comedy. There's a lot – you're just a, you're around social environments. So you yeah. see a lot of people. You interact yeah. with a lot of people. And f- Yeah, for the most part um, – yeah, like I'm, I'm attracted. To like a, I meet a lot of people in comedy in the comedy world that I, like I'm attracted to, but it, it's almost like I can't ask them out because if I do, I'm gonna see them over and over again. Uh, if they, you know what I mean? Like I don't yeah. want to make things weird. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So there's and, and uh, one of the girls I dated, uh, she like texts me during holidays still, and like I haven't seen her in a year. <laughs> But she'll like text me and we only went out like a few, we went out like, I don't know, four or five, like five times or something. Maybe she was like the sweetest girl in the world. Sure. Like she knew I had kids from the go and she was so cool about it. Um, my kids actually saw her one time, mm. um, which, you know, like that's a, that's a really I would keep my, yeah. like I would, I would not bring, bring people around like mm-hmm. my kids until yeah. it was like. You know, like we were seriously committed to each other and had been. I agree with that. That's, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's the other thing. My only free time that I could actually date someone would be. Time is, that would be dipping into your, your kid time. Well, uh, or late at, or extremely late at night. Right. Like, so maybe if I could meet like another like person who bartends or, you know, works or is up, you know, late. Because like that time I is more available to me, like from 11 p.m. till. 5 a.m. <laughs> Which you can't yeah. go on a date at that time. Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, so yeah, dating's been really hard. Um, I haven't been dating for probably almost. It's been at least six months uh, since I've since I've been on a date. Really, I mean, I, I like a real date. I had like a like kind of a fake date last night. Um, <laughs> Wait, what's, what's a, a fake, fake date? What's a fake date? Uh, we, um, <laughs> like it was like, like, like you imagined to the person and showed up. Yeah, no, or she was actually uh, like a dog in a trench coat. Or? It was, it was a, a <laughs> yeah. Like what? Ah, it was a party, uh, a party for my uh, one of my agencies for my acting agency, sure. uh, my commercial agent, and um, I met this super sweet girl last year at at a family Thanksgiving, um, and she's roommates with uh, like the kids, my kids side of the family and uh she's a comedian we happen to have the same agent mm. so last and we were both single so last year we went to the party together the agency oh, party okay. and then um uh i just text i messaged her again a couple weeks ago i'm like hey do you want to go that the party again together the agency party yeah 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 let's do it whatever um so yeah we we you went to the party together yeah we went to the party okay. together okay great that makes sense yeah i i, I don't know i want to uh I don't know. I guess I want to make you feel better about your situation because, like, I, I think we're both looking well, at. I, we're, we're but looking I would at, say, well, that's one thing I would say. You don't sound like I would say the ne- the if you were to tell your situation to, like, most people, they'd be like, "Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot." But you don't seem angry or resentful, like, or no, you accept- seem like, like the happiest guy. Huh. Um. Yeah, I have this really sick joke. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's like so. I like I feel like I'm in a nonstop, constant, like committed relationship with my kids. It's like we do everything together except have sex. You know, like, yeah. like yeah. I mean that. Uh, like I honestly feel like that. Like I feel like I would be cheating on my kids. Like if I would be dating more. Like if I, you know, that kind of thing. Just because. 
I mean, being an actor in LA is extremely it's, it's extremely difficult. It's one of the most difficult things you could ever do. If you're thinking about it, don't do it. If you if there's anything else you could do, do not be an actor. So I'm in LA with no family out here, doing pursuing like the toughest thing in the world probably to be an actor. Um, and on top of that, I'm a full time single dad. So it's like extremely <laughs> difficult you know but like i just it makes me work harder and harder like all the time like i don't have time to waste that's why like dating it's like you know i can masturbate you know what i mean like sure. yeah at this point i'm I'm like it's getting a little old but uh i, I can hook you up with some urls after. yeah we got some, <laughs> yeah. yeah we got urls too all right buddy we got some we got that new shit but um <laughs> and don't worry virtual reality porn is going to change the whole thing and like, you just just hold out i actually think out. i see the writing on the wall i see he's got he's had a five-year plan and it's starting to come to fruition like anyone who moves here and starts complaining about LA after their first year, f you, because there's someone like Corey out there who's. I don't have a choice. Like I don't yeah, have a choice. Fucking, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't have a choice. Game. That's the thing. Is like I, game. I don't have a choice to fail. Like that's not yeah. an option for me. Yeah. Um, you know the only. Uh, well, you, earlier you asked about nannies, all that stuff. Yeah. Like when we first split up, I had two grand in the bank, and we just I just moved apartments. Yeah. And I I told my parents I'm like I don't know like. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like I can't afford it because once all my all my all these people bailed on me as far as babysitting, and I looked into it. I'm like twenty dollars an hour. I'm like I need seventy hours a week of childcare. Like, you know yeah. what are you talking about? Um, that means you have to make forty dollars an the hour. The one, the one, yeah. <laughs> just to pay for it. Now, have you ever had that moment where you had to, maybe I'll just move back? Like, it, would it be easier to take my kids back to Wisconsin? Yeah, they'll have family there. We split up. Yeah. Um, when we split up, this is what I was gonna mention. Um, I told my mom, like, I have no money. Like, I, I have barely any money in the bank. Um, you know, like, I can't afford paying for this nanny, all that stuff. I'm like, I might I might have to move back. Like, I was thinking of moving back to Wisconsin. I'm like, I can't move there. There's no, like, I don't want to move there. There's no acting work. I mean, my dad has a successful, like, home improvement business, roofing and siding. And, I, I mean, he makes a very a good amount of money. I'm not sure exactly what. But I could go there and... I could have gone there and, you know, taken it over or something yeah. and been very well off, but I would be hating myself every single every, second of my life. Right. Um, and I was like, I could move to Chicago and then I'd be like two and a half hours away from them. Mm -hmm. I could pursue a career in, in Chicago, but then I would just get a few credits and move back to LA. Yeah. In, in the meantime, all my contacts here would, would just go away and I'd have to reintroduce myself in whatever amount of time. Oh, and then I booked two commercials in a row. Like right when that was happening, I booked um, NFL. I was like the NFL's number one fan like two seasons ago. Like mm -hmm. the whole commercial was me. Oh, it was nice. Gary or whatever. Yeah, no, I remember. Yeah, yeah. It played I like for it. I think <laughs> it played like during every single I football game. For it. Yeah. it was uh, it was pretty awesome. Um, that was probably the, that's probably the coolest thing I've done. Like as far as like that people have seen. Um, but yeah, it crossed my mind at that point. Yeah, and. Uh, and since then, yeah, I mean, every time things get tough, uh, you know, I, I kind of try to double down on my training, mm -hmm. you know, like, hey, take another class, Corey, you know, yeah. or like, you know, like do some more work at home. So you're uh, re audition ready, you know, at the top mm -hmm. of your game. Um, and other than that, interest free credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's I've been doing that for a couple of years now. Like, I'll just put all my classes on there. And then when I book a bigger job, I just pay, pay it, it off. off. Nice. That's smart. Um, That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. So it's crossed my mind to move home like previously, but now I'm just like, 
just work harder dude work harder yeah you know and that's always that's that's weird how the universe works you know it's always like you know on every 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 valley there's a peak after you know and it's it's like whenever you think you've gone the the darkest it's just like bunker down because if you work hard that's how you get out of it well and the more you positively think about the things that you want consistently eventually some of those things are going to happen there's just that's just a fact it takes lot, a while. Yeah, and you got to put the work you in. You got to put mean, the work in. But it it takes a while if, if it you, will happen. It yeah, will yeah. it will happen. How much do you think uh do you think your your comedy and stuff kind of drips into your your parenting skills? Like are you funny around the kids? Do you oh, guys play you know, games? Yeah. You do a lot of improv. That probably has to help. I do I like actually Good question. Nonstop we like do bits and like I actually am going to submit me and my son like to do improv shows together. Oh really? Oh wow. Because like at UCB, uh, they have this thing where they call the game. It basically means like the first weird thing in the scene or whatever. Like that's what you kind of make a pattern out, and like that's mm-hmm. the funny thing. Mm-hmm. Me and my son, we like he knows what bit we're doing like right away. Nice. Like because I, like I kind of you know I emphasize it, and then um, he gets it and he starts playing along. Like we're on the same page. Like we're like linked up mentally. Yeah. yeah. Um. And my daughter, my daughter is a little more shy. Mm-hmm. Um. She wants she she wants to get into like singing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get him guitars for Christmas. I think like little starter guitars, nice, and music lessons. Um, and that's the other thing is like I try to, uh, you know, as as a kid growing up in the Midwest, parents are very conservative and like mm-hmm. you know like not promoting of the arts or culture. Like that's just kind of default mm-hmm. in like my middle upper class upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to expose my kids to as many different things as I, as, as I can and, and let them try it out and see what they enjoy and what, what they, they want to pursue. Towards. And, you know, so my daughter wants to pursue music, uh, as far as, I mean, she's f- five years old. So, <laughs> yeah. but I mean like, you know, get her in class and, and, yeah. you know, let her be around other people who are interested in music at her age and see what comes out of that. Well, when I was 11 years old, my mom sent me to a performing arts summer camp and it was like far away. I had to drive on a bus for over an hour every day because she knew I was interested in that stuff. And presently, a girl that I met those summers is the mother of my child. Like, we met when we were 12 years old. And, wow. And almost 20 years later, we re-met one another on Facebook and uh, made a child. We got together, it, it, we're are in a relationship and made a baby. She works in music. I, I work in comedy. And... So the seeds that your parents plant for you or, or, or help you plant when you're young can go on to do amazing things. Oh yeah, for sure. Both personally and professionally. Yeah. And, uh, going like, uh, just going back to earlier about how I handle things or whatever. Uh, when we first split up, I was like, what the hell am I going to do? Like, I don't know how to be a parent basically. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I'd read all the books and all that, but it's but different it's when you when you when you are responsible for someone twenty four hours a day, especially at that time they were they weren't quite potty trained yet. Mm. Um, it was a nightmare, and like my daughter, like I said, she had the kind of like mental withdrawal. Uh, she would have half an hour tantrums where it would just be screaming nonstop for half an hour, and I get migraines like when. Like not that often, but certain things trigger them, and like screaming is definitely one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was getting migraines like a lot. Um, so I I took I enrolled in like corrective behavior therapy training for parents and also for like for my daughter. 
And at first it was... Um, so so, so you, what is that? Yeah, yeah, I, so I've I, never I, heard We both don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah. it's basically um, the program that we were in first was... It was supposed... To, she was supposed to talk about... My daughter was supposed to talk about her feelings. And then like the, the psychiatrist or whatever, whatever she is, psychiatrist, psychologist, I don't know. Psychotherapist, whatever. She had them play with like toys and like try to act out like our lives basically was... Mm-hmm. And it didn't work. Like we went there for a couple months and it didn't work because she was too young. Hmm. To like and, and like she didn't want to talk about her mom at all, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it just didn't work. Uh, so she transferred us to this other program, which was, um, like corrective behavior training. From it was like very interactive. They gave me um like a, a ear ear microphone. What? And they would like go behind double glass, like the where you can see through the glass, and they would like watch me play with my daughter. And like, tell me what to do, like how to respond to stuff. Um, they gave me this whole packet of like, you know, training the kids, basically like positive reinforcement all the time. Like anytime they do th- something good, like, hey, thanks for putting away the gallon of milk for me. You know, I really appreciate that. It's good to put things away. You just repeat what they do, praise them, um, things like that. Uh, that program ended up being like a year and a half for me to master the program and um it was yeah basically so yeah it's it's like praising repeating what they say to encourage them to talk mm-hmm. um praising what they do is the main thing mm-hmm. like because the more you praise them the more they listen to you mm. if you don't if you don't like and and also their confidence grows of course um but you know like when you praise them you make them feel good and then they want to listen to you, you know, whereas if you don't acknowledge, if you don't acknowledge what they're doing, you know, like if, if say they're drawing like a nice picture or something and you, say you're just like reading a magazine, not paying attention. Well, then they, they feel like you're not acknowledging them because you're not, you're not paying attention to what they're doing. You're not making them feel good about what they're doing. You're not telling them good job. So they're not going to do more of that thing. But if you encourage what they're doing, they're going to do more of that thing. Um, and then as far as the discipline goes, basically it's like, you know, like, Hey, stop what you're doing now, you know, and five, four, three, two, one. And then if they don't do that, you can put them on timeout, like a certain chair area, Mm -hmm. um, or like whatever, basically what, what has ended up working for me is just like threatening to take stuff away. Yeah. Um, and if they don't listen, I'll just, you know, it gets more and more severe, you know? And, uh. You're not the first father that that has told me that that works. That that's yeah. been the best for me. Timeouts do nothing. Like when I was a kid, I I I, I could care less. I'm like sit in the put, corner. Put okay, me on timeout. Me. Yeah, it meant nothing to me. Spankings meant nothing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was the cockiest kid in the world growing up. <laughs> I was horrible. Um, so so positive reinforcement of what they're doing. That's like the number one. Like for me, it's it's great because you know it's great to see like my kids light up. You know, like when we're, when they're doing something, especially when we're doing something together, like if if we're like making some silly craft or something and they do a good job and, you know, I point out to them, you know, say, Hey, I really like, I really like the Santa Claus that you made. I I like how you, and then get specific. Like, I like how you glued the yarn to the cardboard to make his beard. It it looks, you know, it looks really realistic and like, you know, getting specific in your praise Mm. too. Wow. Not just like, Hey, good job, but like getting specific it's great. Like it, it's worked miracles. Wow. Oh man. And, um, 
like this this who suggested this program well my nanny (laughs) my uh my first nanny was like you know your daughter is unbearable at times and she was she was horrible and like i couldn't so can you imagine like me worrying about going to work and like say i have an audition or i gotta work on eight eight pages of dialogues sides um you know, in like a couple hours, and I got a screaming kid for half an hour. Oh my god! And they weren't potty trained either, so it was like she would oh. take off her, she would take off her, she would take off her clothes and literally pee on the floor. Oh my god! Like that was part of her tantrum. She would take off her clothes and pee on the floor. Ugh. Um. Hey, did you hear Matt stayed up past nine thirty last night? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um. So I picked actually, the wrong opening monologue. Yeah. <laughs> That's like uh. Like of all the things that I've done, I was thinking about I was thinking about this when I finished um, when I finished the program, which was like almost two years between the two programs. They gave me like a certificate. They had a little, we had a little party at the at the office. Um, I was thinking like, hey, you know what, man? Like of all the things I've done, like running marathons and and publishing poetry book and booking commercials and all like TV, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I'm super proud of finishing that like program, that parenting program, because. I mean, that's, I think that's a really cool thing that I did, you know, like, and it was like, I mean, I needed to do it, you know, like it gave me a lot more confidence as a parent for sure. And it was also therapy for me. Like, like I could, I I would always tell them, like tell the therapist or whatever, like what I'm dealing with, you know, like you've never been a father before. Yeah. This is, you went from not being a dad to a father of two on your own. Yeah. So, I mean. You're, and, uh, and you're learning as you go. Yeah. Yeah. And that this was for someone else. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah, yeah. You, you got better, not because you wanted to finish the marathon or not because you wanted to be in this commercial or this acting thing or write this thing or write this uh, book, but you did it so that they could be better, you know? Yeah. Both of us. Yeah. Um, we want to talk a little bit more about twins. And I just want to tell you a little bit about my experience about having a twin sister. She was... And so that maybe you can, if you have any questions, yeah, like, any, I'm a 30, yeah. I'm a 35 year old guy with a twin sister. Yeah. I mean, so. like they obviously have a bond and stuff. I'm looking forward to seeing how, how that continues. So if you want to talk about like, yeah, I, she, how the twindom is played out. Uh, which one was born first? Uh, my son was, they were C-section, Same but here. my son was yeah. seven minutes before her. Uh, and, yeah, so my sister was a minute older than me. Oh man! And but the thing is, like, she's like, I was born first. Like, no, you were just pulled out first. Like, you were just kind of like the I mean, doctor's like, oh, you were born second, dude. Yeah, dude, oh, it's cool. Man. Accept it's it. It's cool. Yeah. But the, no, the fact for me, no, she was cool. always the, the type A, the alpha of the two of us. She, you know, would always take my toys, would like bite my feet in the bathtub. There's like countless pictures of me crying while she's laughing. When we oh, were, that's funny. When we were kids. Is that a thing? And you're the twi- comedian and she's smiling and you're crying in all yeah. the pictures. <laughs> is that a thing that the twin that comes out first? I don't know. I was pretty. I bet it is. We were both premature yeah. as I'm sure yours were too. Slightly. Maybe. Slightly. Yeah. Um, but I was really light. My eyes weren't developed. My lungs weren't developed. I had to stay in an incubator for a while while she was, she came out perfect. Well, that's why you were picked second, dude. Yeah. My son had <laughs> sleep apnea. He had to stay like, uh, yeah. Yeah. So she got out and she got a chance to breastfeed and like be a ba- a real baby for a, a couple of, like um, over a month while I was like in a glass box. And, um, oh, you know what else is funny? Sorry. Um, my son, uh, I forgot about this. Uh, he was on the bottom when they were when they were born. Uh-oh. So part of his head was smushed. I had to get him one of those helmets 
to make his skull yeah, yeah. to make it round and, and it, we started like I started a little late with it um, and it was a weird thing because it's like you know your son's going to be walking around wearing a helmet I mean I remember when I was in grade school <laughs> yeah. we had a kid that wore a helmet <laughs> it didn't go so well for him like <laughs> we should look him up uh, but uh, yeah so my son had a helmet um, for like I don't know what it was like over he had two different ones um, and I still have them. I gave one of them to my mom as a gift. I yeah. don't know if that's a gift or not, but, uh, yeah, put it and, in the summer camp museum. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> and then I kept the other one, which we made into a Packers helmet, but, nice. uh, nice. Yeah. Nice. so yeah, sorry about the, but I thought it was funny. Cause like once in a while, like when, it, you know, like I said, all day long, all I do is comedy with my kids for the yeah. most part. Mm-hmm. And like once in a while I'll be like, Hey Lloyd, remember when you wore a helmet? <laughs> you know? and he's like, he doesn't get that I'm making fun of him. Yeah, really. yeah. And I don't want to like, yeah, I don't yeah. want to insist, like, I don't want him to to think that it's a bad thing because yeah, it was yeah. a you know great thing, but um, you know I'll just tease him a little bit. That's funny. Say hey, Lloyd, here's a picture of you wearing your helmet. <sighs> but uh, yeah, go on with your twin stuff. No, nah, you know, um, so we we, uh, we were definitely two very different people. She was always advanced in school. I was always not advanced in school, and we had two very different groups of friends growing up. And then she went to a private, all girl high school. Which worked out in my favor because all those girls had like no access to dudes, and all my friends were like, "Is your sister like gonna have her friends over?" And like there was just <laughs> all these chicks that were like dude starved, and my friends reaped the benefits, and I was like the heavyweight friend like lying on the trampoline smoking pot by myself. <laughs> but uh, it it was a really interesting thing because I almost didn't acknowledge that we were twins all the time because we were a boy and a girl. You know, it wasn't until someone was like, what's it like being a twin? That I was like, oh, shit, I'm a twin. You know, I, I even to this day, I kind of I don't forget it, obviously, but it's just not something that I think about that frequently. Um, That's interesting, because I mean, uh, and my kids, my kids are interesting because uh, one of them, their, their mother is uh, like Cambodian, Filipino, a little Spanish and French, but mainly Cambodian and Filipino. And so my son looks super white. Mm. Like well, like when I was little too, like very milky white skin, um, and my daughter looks more Asian. Mm. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't think that they're brother and sister because they look. They look her different. skin's a lot darker, and his is like super white, um, and she's got like black hair, and he's got uh, kind of like copperish hair. Um, but yeah, they're constantly reminded that they're twins because. You know, everyone's always like, oh, they're so cute, brother and sister. I'm like, yeah, they're twins. Like, that's always the first thing I say. Sure. Because they are twins. Yeah. They're brother and sister, but yeah, they're twins. Um, So it's interesting that you say that you don't really, you're not really cognizant of it, like, most of the time. Mm -mm. No, because for the most part, we we went to different schools. I think that was probably one of the primary reasons. Like, if we were, if we had gone to, like, the same high school, I probably would have been reminded of it more. And then you graduate high school and you go away to college and then... You start leading your life. But when I go home... Is there like a very deep connection, though, between oh, you yeah, two? Or? I'm going to tell you something that, you know, take it, take, it or, take it or leave it. People are always like, to twins, do you have that connection? Like, if the other one feels hurt, do you feel it? Or, you know... But there were times in high school, because our rooms were next to one another, like, say she was going through a breakup. And I was, like, in my room, like, listening to Radiohead. And, like, she was in her room upset about something. And I even I couldn't hear anything. I just knew that there, that she was feeling something emotional in the next room, and I would go in and I would comfort her. There is a connection. There is a really 
awesome innate emotional connection between the two of us yeah um and it was great having a sister the same age as me when we were going through our adolescent years uh, and our parents got divorced when we were in high school too so we kind of had to rally around one another and we have two younger siblings as well and kind of sort of raise them a little bit but as adults we re- we really connect with each other very well very well and and there were a couple of rifts here and there over the years but for the most part you know we're 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 best friends yeah my yeah my kids are su- i mean super close um they're split up now in school, like mm-hmm. in different sections, which I actually am glad that they are because it'll help them be more, especially my daughter, like to be more independent, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so that's good. Um, are you scared about puberty? I haven't really thought about that much. Um, I, I'm sure they're going to hate me. I mean, especially my my daughter like has a more volatile uh, demeanor. But... Um, and she, even still, like, you know, like right now she's like, I, you know, like when she gets mad, I hate you. I want to live somewhere else. You know, that kind of thing. Um, I'm not really worried about it too much. I haven't, I haven't thought about it. I have thought about like, hey, I'll be 46 when they graduate high school or whatever it is. And I'll be like, I'll still be kind of young where, you know, yeah. like worst case scenario, like I can go out on, pro- on the prowl then, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like I've thought about that. My dad did. He, uh, and he did great. Yeah. Um, but man, I'm just trying to survive, dude. <laughs> right now, like uh, that's what I'm trying to do is just day to day, like just make make things happen. Uh, yeah. You, you want to ask him the uh, the question? Yeah, yeah. We we usually wrap up with two questions. We, we've hit that hour mark. Uh, first one is, what piece of advice would you give to someone that's uh, a single dad, kind of in your situation? A single dad. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Um, well, I would say definitely. Look into, you know, like look into parenting classes as far as like whatever's in your uh, area, whatever's available to you, whether it's the YMCA, um, you know, just Google like parenting classes, corrective behavior therapy, that kind of thing. I mean, that that would be just enable yourself, like arm yourself with the knowledge Mm. and like the conviction that you can do this and like. That you can not only do it, but be good at it. Because like when I was a single, when I first became a single dad, I'm like, I don't, I'm missing half, half of the, you know, I'm not a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like I don't have, and I don't know if they have that innate, like tenderness or motherliness, whatever you want to call it. You know, like you got to develop that. Like, and for me, like, uh, I think it's definitely curbed my temper and not like I have a huge temper, sure. but, um, you know, you, you you need to be more involved and more tender. Mm. You know, like, and that's a different that's a side of me that you know I, I, that I just developed a lot more since I've been a single dad because, you know, and I think that's a relatively new thing to be open about as a dad presently. You know, being tender, whereas you yeah, know, in the fifties, that was, oh, forget about it, forget about it. You know, so you know, even my, I mean my even my dad. I mean I'm you know sure. Even that generation, um, and, and even still, I think Midwest, East Coast. Oh yeah, my yeah. dad for sure. I mean, my dad's either either telling a joke or he's yelling. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Number one recommendation: look into those classes. Like, make sure that you feel comfortable with what you're doing. Otherwise, you're not going to be successful in your other areas of life. You know. Yeah. Uh, that's that is a very very important sentiment. Very important. Uh, 
Yeah. Great. Last question we always ask uh, every guest. When has your kids made you laugh the hardest? Or when do they make you laugh the hardest? Or just, I know you were saying um, you guys do bits. Yeah. Uh, well, some of the funniest stuff is, oh, I have a digital recorder, like a voice recorder, mm-hmm. to like record jokes when I'm walking around in life. Uh-huh. Um, so they'll like, if I leave it lay out, they'll like take it and record something stupid <laughs> and then sing it. Also my camera, like my daughter is some kind of technology prodigy where like she just knows how to use like everything on my phone and 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 uh, all that. She actually started, so she'll take my phone, like if I'm watching, like sitting watching TV, um, she'll take my phone, she'll make a movie with my phone. And she says like, we're making a movie, Lloyd. And she, like, you know, like she'll do like a tracking shot and all this stuff. Like it's, and I, I'd never mentioned that to her, you know, like I've recorded video, but I've never said like make a movie or anything Uh like that. That's of her own volition. Like, so that's another thing that you know, I'll develop and encourage. Like, like if she's interested in doing that, obviously, like, let's just keep doing it, develop that skill and see what, see how you like being better at that thing, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and if she gets great, she can cast you in. Yeah, <laughs> but laugh the hardest. Uh, so yeah, when I when like at like after they sleep, and sometimes I'll go through like the videos or whatever, it makes me laugh. Like, cause they steal my phone like when I'm not aware of it, and then they record either video or audio of them singing. Um, and so that is hilarious to me, and especially like they'll make up songs, mm-hmm. and just like the stupid songs that they'll make up are just hilarious. You know, they're just so stupid and they're just so funny. Uh, so that, that might be the hardest I laugh. Let me see. I want to, I want to play one of these here. Oh, we got it. Um, my name is Gordy. I can't go to me. So that's, so that's my my son mocking me, saying that he's me and I he can't he can't sleep. <laughs> he's improving off Twinkle Little Star. <laughs> he's off books. She's like jazz riffing on it. So yeah, that awesome. that that's stuff great. highly that's highly amuses me. That's great. That's and the other thing I would say is just like variety. You know, like. Uh, that's something I, I'm conscious of. I mean, we have like a routine. It's super important to have a routine, you know. Like, sure. Like th- th- that's super important. But um, you know, they need variety. Like, don't just play at the same stuff. Like, do your craft stuff. Do your coloring stuff. Do your watch a movie. Do your uh, educational TV. Take them to the park. Take them on walks. Take them on bike rides. Take them to the movie theater. You know, like, take them to different things. Mm. You know, like museums. Don't just yeah. Don't just do the same thing. That's the other thing. That's great, Corey. Thanks. Where can we find you? Yeah, Corey? where can we find? You? What's, your, what's your online presence? Uh, on Twitter, <laughs> on, when do you perform regularly live? Yeah, yeah. Uh, on Twitter is at Corey Jacob. On Instagram is at actor Corey Jacob, and that's just C O R Y J A C O B. All right. Well, th- well, thank you, hey, man. Listen, hey, that was that was great. It was a really inspiring conversation. So, so th- th- <laughs> yeah. thank you, thank you very much for joining us today yeah. on, on New Dad No Dad, and we will see you next week. Yep. Cool. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, dude. Don't forget, call your dad.